Well, hello there. Welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about fear. Specifically, how fear might be holding you back. You might be thinking, well, fear is doing me good. It's keeping me out of danger. It's helping me to survive, right? Fear is often there in the background, unconsciously causing us to do or not do certain things. Those things, aka habits, either help us achieve success or not. So let's talk a bit more about this, especially if you're waking up at, in the middle of the night with fear, fear that a problem is going to get worse, fear of all that you have to do, or maybe fear and stress is you, you're worried about um, pain in your body, or maybe it's fear and stress about your business, whether you're going to succeed or not. I have a question for you, though. What is this fear costing you? By being afraid. So what are you losing by being afraid of losing it? Say that again. What are you actually losing by being afraid to lose it. So let me give you a specific example. In the past, when I was in my early 20s, I ignored the start of an injury. And even I've come back from an injury, diving injury, because I was too afraid to lose who I was, that identity of being a diver, my dives, my place on the team, the team and community itself. And so I came back from a surgery too early, too fast. I pushed myself because of this fear. And you know what? I ended up re-injuring myself and ha having to have another surgery. And so in the end, I did. I lost all that. And it was very traumatic at that time because I was only uh, 20, 21 years old. It was this time of growth. And uh, it was like having the rug ripped out from underneath me. Like if I wasn't a diver, if I wasn't practicing, if I wasn't with my team, my community, then who was I? Where was my purpose in the world? It was super scary. And I ended up in a very dark place. However, it's kind of good that I went through that. Maybe I could have gone through that period a, a bit more graceful or faster, knowing all that I know now, or maybe it wouldn't have been such a problem knowing all that I know now, but it led me to all this work, that suffering, right? I've been working with uh, one of my favorite yoga teachers, and we've been talking about the kleshas and how in the yoga world, the kleshas talk about suffering. The root of suffering is the mind. And because of my own thoughts of fear that I was going to lose so much, I really push, 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 and I ended up losing it. And this pattern actually repeated itself when I was first starting um, yoga. I felt the sneaking 
little start of um, my back injury, my back herniation, a little numbness that would, would kind of come and go, not that big of a deal. And I didn't really do anything about it. I didn't hold myself back on the yoga mat. And I didn't injure myself in yoga, but I definitely for sure did not make the problem better by the way I was practicing. I probably set myself up more for being vulnerable um, when my back herniate, when my back actually herniated. And it was all because I was afraid to lose my yoga poses. I was afraid to use my lose my yoga community. Uh, and now like because I was a little bit older, I was coming into my mid-20s, you know, I was getting so old, uh, but I was becoming more aware about, um, you know, losing muscle mass quickly, uh, getting fat if I wasn't practicing vigorously and hard, that sort of thing. So I pushed, pushed, pushed again, and I stressed about it. And um, I overdid and probably set myself up to being um, more at risk for that herniation. And, um, and I did it again, right? Uh, I grew up in upstate New York where there's this uh, uh, motto, mantra, right? Or saying, I should say, uh, that to, you have to work hard to earn money or to be successful. You have to work hard, which is different than good work ethic, right? It's different than being ethical. It's like the actual physicality of working hard. So uh, the first few years of my business, I lived by that. And I wouldn't think a day or a job was well done, or worthy of celebration, unless I was like super exhausted. So exhausted at the end of the day or the week, like I literally could not get off the couch. Like I couldn't, I had grand visions and dreams of having a garden in my yard and doing these fancy remodels, uh, decorations in my house. I don't even know what I was thinking because I actually don't have a very great aesthetic mind, but um, I had grand visions that I just couldn't even get off the couch to accomplish and do because I was so exhausted from working so hard in my business. So yes, I achieved um, a lot of, um, I had a good financial year and I met some really great people, but the cost of my health. So ask yourself here for a moment, what are you so afraid of losing that you're actually putting yourself at risk of losing right now? So for some people I work with, it's running. They're so afraid to lose running or CrossFit or triathlons that they keep hitting the pavement. They keep lifting the heavy, heavy weights and their knees are just screaming to them, right? And they're ignoring it. Yeah, at night they're having trouble sleeping because they're worrying that the problem's just gonna get worse and that eventually they are gonna lose it. Or Maybe it's uh, your shoulder and yoga. You're afraid to lose the ability to do the arm balances or handstands or chaturanga. Or maybe it's fear of failure in your business. 
So you hold so tightly and you hustle, hustle, hustle and stress yourself out so you can be successful. What is it for you? Without judgment or criticism, just notice it. Creating an awareness. Because when you have that awareness, that aha, then you can do something about it. If it's unconscious in the background, you don't know. So then you're going to set yourself up for that actual loss of it. So I have a shift in perspective for you. So let's say it's the fancy yoga postures that you're afraid of losing or success in your business that you're afraid of losing if you stop hustling or the running or the knees, right? So this is separate than the physical work that you might need to do for pain and discomfort in your body. I'm not saying that you might uh, not need or you might need to do uh, strengthening or stretching, that sort of thing that is separate. This is in conjunction. But I have a I have a shift in thoughts. So by doing this thing that you love or hustling for your business to get success, what will you gain by continuing to run X amount of miles or completing that crazy wad? Or what will you gain if you hit a big revenue goal? Why is it so important to you? What will it get you? Maybe for your business, when you hit that marker, that's when you'll consider yourself to actually be successful. And so you'll have more confidence. Or maybe with yoga, or doing triathlons or CrossFit, it's so you feel strong, mobile, youthful. It reduces your fear of aging. Maybe they just bring you happiness and freedom, right? What, what is it that you're trying to achieve? Think about that now. Think about future you, five, 10 years, you're still doing that thing or you've achieved the greatest success in your business or career you've ever thought possible. What does that person think? What does the future you feel with that success? So I know for me, right, practicing yoga, how I practice in my 20s is really different than how I practice now in my 40s. But both, I had the intention of continuing to build strength. So being strong, mobile, youthful, freedom in my body hope for the future that I actually feel better as I age instead of just declining health. And so because I wanted all that in my early 20s, I used to push, push, push because I was so afraid that if I lost the practice, 
then I would feel worse as I would age. I would come into that pattern that happens for so many adults as they enter their 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever age, that it's all going downhill, right? All the nuts and bolts start falling off the car. So I thought that if I could continue to do crazy yoga postures, that I would prevent that. But in reality, practicing some of those crazy yoga postures were actually causing me to be more at risk for feeling worse as I aged. So what if you didn't have to rely on running? What if you didn't have to rely on CrossFit? Or what if you didn't have to rely on a significant revenue goal to get that feeling right now? What if you could take your pressure off yourself and actually enjoy the ride, enjoy the process? So what I've been really learning and working on the last couple of years with my own coaches is embodying what I really want to achieve, like the goals I set, the visions I set, embodying some of those feelings right now. So if it was happiness or more time freedom or strength or just the ability to relax and let go, not always being the driver. Start to bring that into my day-to-day -day right now. Instead of, and focusing on that, instead of focusing on the fear or all the worries or the what ifs. And by actually shifting this perspective, you're creating health and stress resiliency for yourself because you're creating a better and larger capacity to handle challenges. And you're keeping your nervous system in more of that rest and digest. So what both of those are saying is that you just have a different threshold of when you're gonna get triggered into the fight or flight response. And so by reducing the amount of times that you know you are stressed out or your nervous system is thrown into the, uh, your sympathetic is really going, then that's less time where there's cortisols pumping through your, your veins, feeling inflammation, delaying healing, contributing to fatigue or eating more sugar. So then you're on a, a, a energy roller coaster as well as an emotional roller coaster, right? So if we start to enjoy the process of actually living right now, instead of focusing on the fears, then not only do we begin to achieve our goals and the successes that we thought were only dreams, but we feel so much better. We prevent a lot of the health stuff or put us, ourselves at least risk for this. And this has been super important to me because as you know, I have Lynch syndrome. So decreasing the times where my body is really in that fight or flight, like chronically, is very taxing. 
or if I'm like relying on sugar for energy or to get the happy feelings, then I'm fueling cancer cells because they just feed off sugar from what I hear. So what is it for you? Just last week, I did um, a five-day nervous reset challenge. It was live. If you missed it, no worries. You can still get this challenge. Just go to the Ignite Your Wellness homepage and it's in the free wellness survival kit. So you can get it right there. I'm gonna break down some things that we went over there. And then when you go through the process, the full five days, you're gonna get it in much greater detail. And there's actually handouts that accompany it and um, more, more uh, you'll get more detailed into the process. So the first thing we did was on day one was set a goal and intention. Whether it be for your health, your business, your finances, your career, or whatever. And then the next thing we did is we noticed if what obstacles and resistance that came up. Right? Instead of ignoring them or thinking that that is the reason why we couldn't achieve our goals or successes or giving power away to those circumstances. I encourage you right now, just as I did to the participants of the challenge, to actually examine the thoughts that come up in your head. Like if you say, I'm going to hit this revenue goal, or maybe I'm going to reduce my running, oh, you know, from 30 miles a week to 10, because that's my, what my body can really handle. And in its place, I'm going to do these other health things. So I still get my cardiovascular workout. I'm going to focus on my diet for better recovery. I'm going to do some uh, therapeutic yoga for stretching to reversing that time on my feet. Right? So if you actually look at the obstacles and resistance, so if you had in your mind, okay, well, if I reduce my running, I'm going to get fat. I'm going to lose my strength. I'm going to lose my endurance. Uh, I won't have my stress outlet. I won't have my community of friends that I run with. If you just list them all out, list them all out. Then think of a solution for each and every one. By creating the solutions, and this is where you really got to stick with it because your brain is going to want to throw all kinds of tantrums as to why the solutions won't work. You're going to call, not only are you going to calm the nervous system, but you're going to create a path of yourself of what you can do, of what's possible to do instead. And trust me here, this is the hard work because that's actually what you're going to implement and it's going to feel super uncomfortable. So for me, as I started to shift my business from hustle, 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 just crossing things off the list or showing up on the yoga mat and pushing, 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 always doing the hardest pose, the deepest variation, all that kind of stuff, right? Because often how we live one area of our life, that's how we live multiple areas of our life. I took my hands off the wheel I took my foot off the gas for those areas and I just learned how to feel. Like I learned how to take action from different places. So instead of taking action, you remember the Facebook from anxiety, 
I learned how to feel my body in yoga and take action from support and love for my body. Allowing my body to choose the right pose for me instead of my mind and my ego of what I think I should do or even what the teacher says. For my business, I learned how to trust, believe in myself more. I have the capacity to achieve big and great things and have time with my family and have time to relax. It's not an either or. But to do that, I had to make different decisions. And for me to pull myself out of the overachiever, go, 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 automatic choices and do something different, slower, slower pace and feeling, that's super uncomfortable. It's the fluff stuff. It wasn't my jam. However, I kept doing it. I kept showing up. I would imagine future me uh, completing a goal uh, for my business or for my body. How would that person show up? What choices would she make? How would she feel? I would start to embody that in that very moment. I started to live that life right now. And you, you have that same capacity, that same potential. You just have to choose. And again, it comes with that awareness that you, A, even have a choice. B, that you were giving your power away to circumstances outside of your control. And C, consciously becoming aware of the patterns, the habits, the ways of thinking that you're doing just over and over again. So let's bring this to another practical example. I see this one all the time. You can, I've seen many different body parts, uh, many different examples. I'll, I'll use a more common one, right? I've seen many people with a, a shoulder irritation, tweak, a thing, weirdness. And rest makes them feel better. But because they're stressed out during their day with obligations of business, their kids, running from here to there, getting all the things done, yoga is like their safety net, the thing they have to do to make them feel better so they sleep better at night. Plus, they just love seeing their people, teacher. And so in their mind, like they show up in my office or on my calls, frantic. Like I can't get to yoga like I'm not living my true life. Like I'm really stressed out. I can't sleep. And they're so afraid to lose their yoga. So we talk about, you know, what they do in classes. Um, back prior to pandemic, I used to teach a lot. So often I would see these people in classes and I would see them doing the most common thing I see on the yoga mat is people just overdoing excessive pushing of themselves, whether it be in a posture, they're really forcing their body to do something, even if it's a gentle pose, there's, it's still coming from a place that their body is not good enough. So they're pushing 
or they're adding excessive things to a flow like extra sit-ups, extra chaturangas, extra push-ups or arm balances. All from this thinking of they got to get stronger, they have to do more and that's going to make them feel a certain way. Yet they end up in my office because they're frantic that they're going to lose their yoga, that they're not going to be able to do their yoga. Right? Does this sound familiar in any way? You can replace it with CrossFit. You can replace it with triathlons. You can replace it with how you treat your career or your business. So often I have to, you know, slow this person down, right? And point out, yes, they actually feel better when they rest, when they're not adding all this stuff to their yoga practice. And their mind freaks out, right? They can't handle it. In fact, then I see them in yoga again in another two weeks and they're back to adding all that crazy stuff. And then they're back to hurt, hurting again. And then eventually they do one too many push-ups or one too many like really pulling on their leg and their back gives out or their shoulder gives out. So then they're out of yoga for months. So remember the very beginning that thing that they were afraid of losing, they actually lose. So instead, I challenge you, here's this week's homework. What if you could be strong, confident, mobile, relaxed? What if you had the tools for all of that right now? What if you could be happy right now? Feel confident, believe in yourself loved your body, no matter your weight, no matter what you could or couldn't do in the box. How would you show up? What if you had other tips and techniques to reduce the stress so you didn't have to push yourself so much? What if you had solution to the obstacles in your head? What would future you tell you today when you feel stuck, when you're struggling, when your mind wants to give power away, what causes you to suffer? And what can you gain by making a different choice, by letting go of the fear and choosing potential and possibility instead? I'd love to hear your success story on the podcast. So tell me, let me know how it goes. And if you love this episode or any of them, make sure to hit subscribe leave a review. I would so, so love that without help this podcast get into more hands, more ears, so it can help more people. All right. Bye for now.